Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. And murder. Now you're talking. Come on, old chaps. We got it a show to do. Good morning. Good afternoon. Call it whatever you want. We are back on the air. It is the Booch and Pat Show. Uh, I am accompanied by my good buddy Booch here, which you can now see us. In, Hello, everybody. In living color. We are uh, back on the air. Uh, so this co- is weird. Yeah, yeah so- it's, it's weird to see my pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple, of, obviously, a couple of new changes to the show, the new format that you can see. We promised you that... Uh, that cameras were coming, and here they, they are. Here they, they are. Now you can see all our cool stuff in the back. Yes, you got our, our Reggie White. Uh, I don't know how good the Zoom feature is on people's camera phones or computers, but if you look just below Reggie, there's a little mail truck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you got to represent there. Uh, of course, we got our Miller Lite poster behind you. We're always sponsored by Miller Lite. It's Miller time. It's Miller time, baby. So uh, it's another another beautiful Sunday. Um, no baseball, no sports, no nothing. This it's a beautiful day to be sitting outside or to be sitting in a bar drinking. But yeah, it's about sixty eight degrees, late breeze, very nice out. And there's our weather forecast uh, for the week. I have to give it every week. That's my job. Yes. So uh, obviously, a couple of things that we wanted to make sure that we did because uh, since we're going to be on camera now. We needed to make sure that uh, we dressed appropriately. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I recently ordered from the Booch and Pat Show website, like all of our articles of clothing and stuff. You can you can see my Harry Callis shirt. I've, quite honestly, like this is one of the things that I designed. And uh, there, I mean, you don't, you don't ever see like shirts for him or anything like that. No, no. So this is like a one-of-a-kind thing. Like, I mean, obviously... You are a one-of-a-kind kind of person. Yes. I mean, obviously, I can't uh, take credit for it because this is literally what was on the uh, on the back, like on the wall out in the left field or whatever. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was a nice shirt, so I made it into one. So you can always go on uh, com, look up our uh, merchandise in our shop zone, and uh, take a gander at all the different things that we have. Right. And you, my friend, have a nice uh, pirate shirt. It's a pirate shirt, but it's because it's Willie Stargell. Okay. Can we see it? You can see the L, but they, okay. get, the, they get the gist. It's Willie Stargell. <laughs> okay. I like my throwback stuff. Last week, I wore a Jackie Robinson. Yeah, that was before uh, we had the cameras. Yeah, I know. Oh, we... I'll wear it again. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get... We'll... We have a an array of clothing that we're gonna have to like sport and I, show I off. I just can't roll out of bed and just kind of have to get pretty now. Take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can't smell you. <laughs> Only I can. Well, this is taking a weird I, I, turn. I still feel like I should shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, showering would help. Yes. Uh. So. Uh, it is. June 14th, it's uh, another Sunday. Wait, did I say it was Saturday earlier? Uh, who knows? I'm losing. You are, you're losing it. I am losing it. Um, so I hope everybody's uh, enjoying your afternoon. Kick back, crack open a beer, join us. Uh, let us entertain you with uh, stupidity, shenanigans, some sports talk, even though there's no sports on still. 
Yeah, but it seems like we're coming towards the end of this. Corona seems like it's ending. The world seems like it's coming back to normal. Well, one can hope. One can really hope that, uh, yeah, maybe this is going to be the end. But, I mean, you got people, like, you know, obviously you still have the protests and the Black Lives Matter and all that. I mean, you're talking about tons and tons and thousands of people just... Oh, did you hear? I think it was... uh, I think it was in Minneapolis. Uh, after one of the protests, there was a woman that tested positive for coronavirus. Never wore a mask. She was in the middle of the protest. I'm sure that's going to be a big oh, thing yeah, in the next, yeah, yeah. next few days. I'm, I'm surprised there's not a couple more that came out like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people there. There's there's going to be a few. There's going to be a few there. Uh, so, also, one thing to... Uh, Remember, on our uh, screen here, you can always give us a call. Our number is 724-815-0667. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I'm still working Hopefully on it. Hopefully iTunes eventually. Ah, I, every, every, I get so close every week, and then it just it never pans out. So I'm, I'm, I'm working. If, if anybody out there is listening and knows how to fix this for us, by all means, contact me. Help me figure it out because I, I, I'm clueless to it and I have no idea. I, I, I've read so many different, um, like different websites, articles, different things, like everything I can possibly think of to try and figure how, out. How did we do it before? Did we? Well, when we, we were to, when we were on Blog Talk Radio, they used to just upload it for us. It was just hosted on their website, oh. so we never had to worry about it. I just had to give iTunes the link to our show, and it was there. But then I put it on our website. But it's not the right link, so it's got to be like a perpetual link. So like every time something gets uploaded, it's just this one link that it follows. Right. But I, I, I'm struggling trying to figure that the hell out. So anybody listening, contact us, message us. Also, speaking of messaging, uh, Facebook Live. Uh, obviously, we have our uh, chat room there, so feel free to chime in, ask us any questions, things you want to talk about, things you want to hear us talk about. Um, but yeah, let's just uh, dive into it for the let's day, go. show. Let's go. So um, today, since it's Sunday, you were talking to me uh, before the show. We were talking about uh, WWE. Right. Tonight is Backlash, which Backlash I is... which I didn't realize that was tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get their I, monthly pay per view. Well, obviously, I know it's a <laughs> monthly thing. <laughs> no, yeah. I just didn't realize it was like tonight. I didn't. I didn't know that that was well, already. That's why on I'm time. here. That's why I give you the real information. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Couple of things though with uh, WWE, you were saying that tonight is supposed to be like some big, big match, like big crazy thing between Edge and. Well, Orton. Edge said it's going to be uh, the best match of all time. He's dubbed it as. Okay. So hopefully it is. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, the other thing, the, one of the reasons I did want to bring up WWE is because they did some changes in their formatting. They uh, they didn't fire him, but they demoted Paul Heyman from uh, Director of Creativity for Raw. Oh, really? So, basically from everything I was reading, uh, it sounds like it's more along the lines of um, during the pandemic. Obviously, they had all that mass firing. They laid off a whole bunch of wrestlers and stuff like that. And I guess McMahon's not happy with how the things are going. So now the the writers and the creative team on SmackDown are now taking over Raw, so changing things over. And apparently, Vince McMahon and Paul Heyman do not get along. So I don't think they ever have. I, but but I mean, they just promoted him what last year or a year and a half ago when they did that. It hasn't whole, hasn't been that long. Well, it's, he got promoted with um, 
Bischoff. Bischoff, yeah. But Bischoff was fired. Yeah, he got fired right, pretty much right away. <laughs> yeah. So now uh, Paul Heyman's just back to being Brock Lesnar's manager, and that's it. That's fine. That's so he does a good job in that. So so we'll see. But apparently, like, there's a lot of uh, wrestling superstars like uh, that are frustrated with this because Paul Heyman's gimmick, his whole thing was trying to promote unknown talent, people that aren't right. getting FaceTime and stuff. Whereas, obviously, Vince and Triple H, those guys are just stuck with, well, I know that John Cena works, so let's just use him. I know that this guy works. Let's just, so they overuse and oversaturate the same people. It is what it is. I mean, it's kind of a weird time to do that, make that change now, because not a lot of people are watching it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't really go well, to the events. Well, for the first time, I think, uh, was it this past Monday? You had you turned it on and it was so bizarre. They, they, they had like, fans in there, but they were in like a glass cage. I don't even know if they were real fans. They might have just been people from NXT that they just made watch it. They didn't seem like fans. They seemed like wrestlers. <laughs> well, I, th- I I would agree. I mean, it's it seemed like that because they a they weren't sitting and watching. They were standing up and they made them like like they were cheering. Like it just seemed very forced. <laughs> it did. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens with the WWE because, I mean, obviously, AEW is – it's not a WCW, WWE thing anymore. AEW is, like, here. They got a good following, good fan base. Like, it sounds like uh, McMahon's got some concerns about his uh, – Yeah, he, he shouldn't be concerned. I, I wouldn't be concerned about AEW. Mm. It's not that great of a product. Mm. Yeah, I watched it a few times. It's not that good. Uh. So there's that. Um, for our, for all of our racing fans, NASCAR fans, etc. Uh, earlier this week, uh, NASCAR has banned the uh, the Confederate flag from uh, all of its races and venues. Okay. What is with this cat? I don't know. The cat's getting into something though. Can you go away? Go. A little weirdo. Um, so they banned the uh, Confederate flag from all their races and venues uh, in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. I mean, you're seeing that systematically being destroying, destroyed everywhere across the nation. Everything that has to do with slavery, oppression, anything that people find racist, bigoted. Anything a- any, offensive. Anything offensive. They, they're tearing it down. They're removing it. They were talking about taking Dukes of Hazard off Amazon Prime. I heard, uh, speaking of dudes to have, that's weird, but I, speaking of that, I heard... Uh, like Pole Patrol, <laughs> they're taking um, all, yeah, like, like they canceled cops after 31 years. Yeah. It's, come on. It's, they want to, they're trying to shut down all of Dick Wolf's shows. <laughs> what am I going to do if I can't watch 14 hours of Law and Order on a Monday? <laughs> do I have to go to work then? <laughs> the Office. Yeah, I, I, that's Tuesday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. You have to more reality TV. Start watching Oprah. Do we have the Oprah Network? Probably, probably. You could watch that. She'll she'll make you feel good. Okay, good. Uh, but yeah. So the uh, the, the Confederate. I, I'm curious because I believe today there's a race on today. Probably. Uh, and I think this is the first time uh, since the pandemic that fans are actually allowed there. Okay. I All be- right. I, and by fans, I think they. I read that it was. Uh, they invited like a thousand uh, military personnel, uh, so I assume it's just those people that are that are there. I don't know if it's Marines, Army, or if it's a combination of everybody. Um, but yeah, a thousand of our military personnel will be in attendance 
So it's for, like I said, first time since the pandemic when they you know shut down sports, right, stopped right. everybody from going. So there will be people there to watch that race. That's cool. That's nice. Uh, the one thing though I'm curious about is to see how they can actually ban the Confederate flag. Like how how would you go about? Like obviously it's like yeah you can't have it, but and again because I'm not into racing and I the only time I ever really watch racing is if we were at the bar. And it's on like a TV in the right, background. Yeah, I, I don't even pay attention then. That's but that's the closest I ever get to right. really watching racing. Um, but I know from some of our friends like Nick, who goes, who has gone to Pocono and stuff. Right, you can yeah. go onto the infield, yeah, yep, stuff. Yep. So I'm curious as to see like how they're gonna like prevent people from flying their own. You know what I mean? Because like if it's if it's in your search, RV, search them before they come in. It's <laughs> if it's in your RV, right. And you have it hidden. No one's going to find it or know about it. You go out into the infield and then hoist it in the middle of the race. They're going to what? Tell you to get out? And then in the middle of the race, they have to escort you off the property? I just, no. I, I just, that's a little goofy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think they're going to have a hard time trying to they're police to, that. They're going to have to search everybody before they come in. I think that's going to be a weird thing to see. Uh, but to continue with that conversation, uh, after they ban the Confederate flag, uh, race car... Driver Ray Sicarelli, I think that's how you say his name. Sicarelli, yeah, sounds right. Uh, he he is so against this. He is not in favor of the Confederate flag. He says he says he could take it or leave it. It doesn't affect him. He just thinks that. How did he phrase it when I read, read it? It's something like something to the effect of, "You're you're putting you're censoring one group to appease another." Rather than just let people be who people are, right? And his whole thing was, you know, he he quit. He's done. He's done racing. He's done with NASCAR. He sold off his team. Good. Everything. Good. See ya. And get out. Bon voyage. <laughs> get out. Uh, but the, I think the funniest thing about that was like when I when I when that first came through, I was like, I don't know a lot about racing, but I know some of the big name racers. I'm like, I don't know this guy. I I heard <clears> the name. And then it, but it, but it trended on Twitter Just because watching ESPN. Yeah, but Twitter, uh, Twitter, Facebook, like all your social media, like people were like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah, who? Yeah. I think he, I think they said his career was something like twenty some years, and the best he ever placed was like fiftieth. I've even done fiftieth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like now everybody's saying like this is his, you know, five minutes of claim to fame. Like you, you never, you never panned so out. So he'll probably in your come. Sport. He'll probably come back because now people know he, who he is. I guess. Yeah, that's his way of. Hey, I'm making a name now because of this whole thing, which is weird. Uh, well, race car drivers are bizarre. They really are. Like I, 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 <laughs> I think the one that I find the weirdest is I don't know if it's every race or if it's just this one particular race, but the winner drinks like a gallon of milk. Or just sprays or pours milk on himself. That's like, something you would do. You do like your milk. <laughs> no, there's, there's no. I had a glass of milk this morning. Oh, man, there's nothing, strong bones. Strong bones. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a glass of milk. You guys are weird. You know what? Speaking of calling me weird, I need to go back to this from last night because yesterday we had a, a little barbecue at the house when I got done work. I grilling out. We had people over, socially distant. No. <laughs> well, we're in the we're in the yellow. I we're think in the yellow. You're allowed to have people. <laughs> eh, whatever. Um, I haven't been socially distancing the whole time. I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, you have been. Like, 
You, you're either at work or you're here. It's not like you're going anywhere. I'm going to work. Well, anyway. Uh, so I want to get people's opinion on this because <laughs> this blew my mind when this came up because I thought you guys were all like, I had this conversation. So in the middle of summer, let's say it's like 90 plus degrees out. You're out all day. You're sweating. You're hot, whatever. Even if you're at the beach and you're all hot and sweaty. When you go home to shower. Yeah. Are you taking a hot shower, a cold shower, or like a warm shower, or like a room temperature shower? Because to me, I <laughs> I was shocked to find out that everybody we talked to last night, including you, no, love my hot showers. Having a hot shower. I'm I like, take a hot shower. I'm yep. like, that is crazy to it me. relaxes the muscles, man. I'm an old man. I, I got bad back. I understand I that. Gotta, but it, I got to move and groove. <laughs> but that, to me, that's so weird. It's going to look weird on the camera now. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot we had those. <laughs> yeah, but and it's a 15-second delay, so you'll get to watch yourself. Yeah, at least, <laughs> I, I, no more twerking during the show anymore for me. <laughs> But, but yeah, that to me, that's so weird. So I want people's opinions. Give us a call. Oh, it looks stupid. <laughs> yeah. Give us a call, 724-815-0667. Or leave us a comment in on the Facebook chat room there. I want people's opinions. Are you taking hot showers in the middle of summer? Or are you taking like a cool like room temperature shower? Because that's what I do. Like when I get done work, I'm all hot and sweaty. I just want to just cool off. Scolding hot shower, no matter what, it could be a 120 degrees outside. It's a I, hot shower every day. That's so weird. I I, think, I don't like cold showers. I shrivel up in places they shouldn't be shriveled up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I swear, we we always plan to have a good show and talk about normal things, and then somehow we talk about penis. <laughs> I. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't my. talking about that. I shrivel up. <laughs> Get all pruny. Yep. <laughs> oh, Christ. I tell you. Uh, so, okay. I move on from that. <clears throat> the hot shower is the way to go. Now you can move on. Now that's the last word. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, that's all I really had on racing. So that's... I, I don't even know. All right, know. see ya. Goodbye, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. We had our racing show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's uh, jump into a couple of... Oh, first call of the day. So we'll dive right into this. So, uh, caller, you're on the air. This is the Booch and Pat Show. Who are we speaking to, Mr. Richard Helm? It's a hot shower, you bozo. How? Steve Rich is a smart man. Are you kidding man. me? You're taking a hot shower too? How can you take it? There's a cold shower. That's insane. No, no, you no, 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 no. I'm a not... hot shower. That's how you get clean. The cold water doesn't clean yourself off. All right, kills the germs. Yeah. See, that's what somebody said. That's what the soap is for. It's it's it kills the. No, I'm not saying an ice cold shower. I'm saying like a cool shower. Like if I had a pool and I didn't feel like sh- jump in the pool. Do you want a hot? Like, do you want to jump in a hot tub, or do you want to jump in a pool? You want the pool. Yeah, but you're you're not jumping in the shower. Hey, I just got out of the pool. You don't know shower. what I do. Probably chilling out for a couple minutes, grabbing another beer, doing whatever you're doing. And I'm like, okay, time to shower. Maybe you start off with a mild temperature, and then as you get in, maybe you make it a little bit hotter. But no one in their, in their mind is going in, oh, let me just turn the cold knob on, and I'll wash off. <laughs> You are very correct, my friend. This, this, this is bizarre, and I, I'm sorry. I, that's something I, 
I just thought that was a normal thing that people did. I did not realize people are still taking scalding hot showers in the middle of summer. And that's coming from you because you and I work together at the post office. I don't know how you do that either. Yeah, I think you're on the uh, the outside of the coin on this one, Pat. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh, what can we do for you today? What do you want to chat about? It can't be just only uh, Pat, showers. I, I really just want to tell Pat that he was wrong. That's all I got. <laughs> good, good. I think everybody should call up and tell Pat that he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cat sniffing my All right, thank you, Rich. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. See you, buddy. <clears throat> Our executive supervisor of social media. Yeah. See, I know, see. The reason I knew that is because I have certain, like you know, your number, my number, memorized. I no, I programmed it into uh, oh, okay. our hotline. So when we have Harry Mays on or Tank on or John Marks, like whatever, I have it programmed so that way I don't sound like an idiot. Because I do that enough on my own. You do a lot. Yeah. Of course. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay, moving on. Um, So, let's jump into uh, a little bit of basketball. Okay, all right. I like basketball. So, the biggest thing that um, we've been talking about since we brought back the show is when are sports coming back, when's this, when's that. And then last week... uh, I rattled off a whole bunch of dates to watch out for because, you know, uh, I think I said, what was it, the 12th, they were starting training camps. Uh, end of the month, they were going to Orlando, and then end of July, they were starting it back up. Right. Well, now, pump the brakes. Hang on. Not everybody's on board. Not everybody, nope. So now you got a handful of players being led by Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is the... Biggest name of the people that do not want basketball to come back this summer. Yes. So you have a handful of people that uh, are chirping out saying, we we got a couple issues. A, we have issues with uh, uh, our safety as far as the coronavirus. There is no vaccine, which again, that's going to be no matter what. Right. It doesn't matter for you, athletes, uh, the president. It doesn't matter who you are. There's no vaccine. You still got to go to work. Like, you can't just be in this quarantine forever. No. Like, no, we, no, we got to live life. Yeah. You have to live life. So, they're concerned because there's no there's no vaccine, that there's no cure, there, you can't promise that nobody's going to get it, etc. So, safety is number one. Uh, the other issue is uh, their housing. They're all being forced to relocate down to Orlando and live down there right. and being forced to close quarters, hotels, or whatever the hell they're talking about. I don't know. So that's issue number two. And then issue number three, which I'm pretty sure is the main issue, which is in the forefront of everything, is, uh, once again, the Black Lives Matter, you know, racial injustice, police brutality, That's why. That's the reason Kyrie doesn't want to play. Right. He thinks it's too soon. And I, like, now don't get me wrong, because I... I'm not. I, this is not what this show is. This is not a show that we're going to sit here and debate and go back and forth and make it political, make it racist, make it. I'm not doing any of that. No, 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 no. We the, don't want to do that at the, all, the, even the, a little bit. Yeah, this is the show that I want people to tune into to have fun, to relax, get away from to, all that, to stuff. get away from that. Because you get enough of that on the news, right? Or Sports Center or whatever you're watching. It's all over the TV, right? So that being said, yeah, I will say. Uh, Kyrie Irving, if you don't want to play, don't play. Then don't play. Don't make this whole big whole. Kyrie thing. Irving's a bitch. Quite honestly, I can't stand him. I mean, LeBron if told him to get out of Cleveland. 
Get out. <laughs> Get out. Uh, what I'm saying is, it, if you don't want to play, then don't play. But don't make this a big thing saying, like, uh, it's too soon. Or, uh, like, the, you know, we, we shouldn't be playing because uh, uh, something needs to change in America and, like, police need to stop brutalizing people. We need to stop killing innocent black men, etc. Like, I'm sorry. But if you're telling me that until this gets resolved, there is no more basketball, you are fucking high. You're an idiot. Like you said, he's a bitch. He is a bitch. That's what it comes down to. Biggest like, bitch of them all. Get your asses back to work. Yeah, I'm, I'm go so- to work. He's just being lazy at this point. I'm sorry <laughs> that you, like that, that this happened and that there's all these other issues and people feel a certain type of way. But that doesn't excuse you. Like... I would love to just say, I'm not coming to work today because of this happening. Yeah. Like, My boss would be like, okay then. Enjoy unemployment. <laughs> exactly. So so we don't have that kind of luxury, whereas some of these athletes do. But and it's I, not like he's going out there and changing the world or doing anything. He's just saying he doesn't want to play until it's over. If if you're going to change the world, change the world. Do something about it. Just don't sit at your home, house saying, I'm not going to play basketball. Right. He's not doing anything. Go back to freaking work. Yeah, no, I, it, it pisses me off. You're just you're just being stupid at this point. Go to work. So that's where we stand right now. Like, I mean, even though the leagues, and then what's that going to do financially? I got to remember that the cameras here. What do, <laughs> like I, I keep gesturing? I'm like covering up my face. Uh, what does that do financially to the league if that doesn't start? Like, are we going to see basketball go the way that like, baseball's going right now? Like. I know that they got dates set, and it sounds like it's coming back. But you got if you have a handful of guys that are saying they're not going to play, you're missing a chunk of the league or whatever the case may be. Then, then, then we play without them. See ya. I, I don't need to watch Kyrie Irving. Bring up somebody from the D League or the Gatorade League or whatever it's called nowadays. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't care for them. If you don't want to play, don't play. Sit at your house. Right, I get that. But I'm saying, like... Hypothetically, if, if this does... Like, if, if they don't play, if, like, let's say... We'll say like 30 guys don't show up. Like, we're not doing it. We don't feel right. It's it's too soon. It's this, it's that, it's whatever. Will that financially affect the league or the product that they put out? Yeah. Or would they continue to do the league without these guys? Or would they, you know what I mean? Like, or would they be like, okay, well, these guys are standing up and saying, hey, we're not going to do this. So, all right, well, let's rethink this. Well, the only two names I've really heard that were like the forefront on this was Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard. Okay. Dwight Howard is a bitch, too. So, <laughs> those bitches can stay home and play with each other. I don't care. <laughs> don't play. I'm not worried about you guys. <laughs> yeah. But then, and see, that's the other thing that I, I don't understand as well, is because, like, you think about it, your season was cut short due to the pandemic. Yeah. The majority, like, the fans want it back because they want the season to come to an end. We need a championship. We want to know who's going to win. The players want the same thing. Like, we want to win. We want the rings. We want the yeah, trophy. They want to get paid, too. They want to get paid. And now you got it finally coming back. You were off March, April, May, and June. You were off for four months. It's more than, like, a real, a, a real off-season for most of them. Right. So now now they're trying to bring you back at the end. And technically, you're going to be off all of July, too. So, like, five months. Yeah. Then you bring it back for the summer, and it's tournament style. So if your team sucks, you're eliminated. Yeah, you can go back. To, you could go back to being at home doing nothing. Like, so, and then everything comes to an end in, in October. So, 
Go fucking play ball. Just go. Just go play. Stop bitching about it. It's like the MLB Players Association. Just go play. Work out some sort of deal to get going. Because now you're just pissing off the fans more and more every time that they reject another offer. Well, what was the um, what was the most recent one that happened? Uh, they re- rejected yesterday's they re- offer. They, re- they rejected 72 yesterday. games? Yeah, they rejected that yesterday and said uh, that there would not be a... Um, a counteroffer? A counteroffer. No yeah. more counteroffers. So now, so now they're like... You got you got two sides of the coin here. You got you got the owners, and you got the players, and nobody like. And granted, well, now granted, like this is like majority of the reason. Like this is the owners doing. Like right. they they kind of like it kind of went this way because of them. However, at this point, the players are being a little bit stubborn and stuff because the owners have been trying to figure out ways to make this work, and they're just saying, "No, I want my money. I want my money, man. <laughs> I, I, I want my money, man." <laughs> And I don't blame him. I mean, you got money for fake mustaches, yeah. man. I want my money. <laughs> Where's my money, man? Ah, oh, I wish I had that on a soundboard. I do not. I've been on a little Family Guy kick lately, too. You know what? I uh, I've I forgot to like record that because yeah. I never I never watch it on Sundays. No. But then like the pandemic happened, and I completely forgot that there were actual TV shows on that were still airing new episodes. So like the other day, I was like, I'm like, oh yeah. I forgot I was watching this show. And it was like the series finale of How to Get Away with Murder. I was like... Oh, really? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, damn. Yeah. I forgot all about Did this. Did you watch it? Yes. I didn't like the Did end. they get away with murder? Obviously. That's, oh, the, I whole, got, that's the whole point. I got nervous. I mean, people, I mean, people did go to jail, <laughs> but it's a thing. I didn't watch... I watched like the first episode. I'll give you a spoiler alert. Yeah. The show's over. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, but as far as baseball is concerned, you, you got the players that are just... They're not budging, and and you can see it on the like. I, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but you can see it on the cusp coming back. Like we keep saying, you, you're not going to get baseball this year if they keep going this way. But, but Tony Clark came out today, and this isn't verbatim what he said. He said, uh, "Just give us a time and place, and let's get back to work." Mm-hmm. That's the president of the Players Association. But you guys keep on rejecting stuff. So why are you now saying just give us a... They did try to give you a time and place, but you keep on rejecting them. Do you think... Um, do you think this, is, this was the Players Association's way of like playing hardball? Like maybe they had some leverage here or something? No, there's no leverage. I understand I, I, that. I have no idea. I don't know what, why... Just go play. Stop being bitches. Everybody are being bitches. <laughs> Respect my authority! <laughs> there you go. I don't understand people that don't want to go back to work. Go to work. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. And, and quite honestly, it's not even go back to work. They just never went to work. Like the whole thing, they were heading to spring training and then boom, pandemic across the entire well, world. Well, they, they got spring training in. But that's what I'm saying. A couple they, games, they games went, at least. They went to that and then it was boom, yeah, done. Yeah. You never started the league. You never had the all-star break. Well, granted. We're getting close to it. It wouldn't have happened yet. Yeah. yeah, but we're getting close to it. But, I mean, you have, like, all of these things. It's like, like I mean, some of our friends, uh, you know, season ticket holders. They, like, listener Tim. At the, initially, in the beginning, he was like, oh, no, like, you can you can keep my money. Just, you know, put the money towards next year's tickets or whatever the case may be. Right. But now, like, the way things are going, it's like, just give me, you know what? Give me back my money. I want my money. Like, I'm still going to be, like, because... 
you're pissing off everybody. Get your asses to work. Well, he just came out and said, Tim just said, uh, MLB will just uh, set a schedule and force everyone, the, the players, to come back. Oh, I agree. Force the players' hands. Yeah, you're going to force the players' hands, and then and then what are you going to get with that? You're going to have, you know. A lot of pissed off players, you're gonna but have a oh lot well. Of, <laughs> no, no, no. I understand that you're gonna have a lot of like, oh well. But I'm saying you're gonna you're gonna end up seeing like a lot of these uh, players go back to work because they're being forced, and you're gonna see like, I wish I could tell my boss I don't feel like coming in the work. <laughs> it's the real like they don't live in this real world. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting riled up. It, no, it, it makes me angry. Yes, I am getting riled up because they're telling them to go back to work, but no, no, we don't want to go to work. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. They are. Yeah, they, they, people don't. It, it's going to come to, I don't care about baseball anymore. They keep this shit up. Wow. That That's that's where you're at? It's going, because then you're going to talk about a 2021 strike, and you're going to talk about two years without baseball. Well, I don't want you to come back then. See ya. <laughs> America's pastime is in the past. <laughs> Get out. Whole lot of bitches and gets out, get outs. Yeah, man, I'm fired up today. We got the cameras. <laughs> everybody's everybody's ready to see Booch fired up. I, you guys get to experience what I see every week. However, it's usually a lot of the time directed at me. <laughs> I try to tell them get out every day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see what uh, what this outcome is going to end up being with uh, baseball. Um, because, like, like I said, you're going to force the players back. You're going to force their hands. You're going to, and yeah, they're going to have to go back to work, and they're going to have to go play ball. And it's going to be a shorter season with less money and all this other crap. I'm interested in seeing what that product would look like by people that don't care because they don't want to be there. Right. You know. Yeah. Like, because obviously everybody wants to win their game. Everybody wants to go to the World Series and win. But it's already, I don't want to say tarnished, but it's already like. A fucked up season. It's all kinds of weird. And then you're going to force people to go back to work when they're like, you know what? Like, this is not right. Like, I, I'm owed this. I'm owed that. I want this. And then you go back out there. And it's like, I'm curious to see if it's going to be some, like, if they're going to actually put hustle into it or if they're going to be a bunch of, like, kid, like you know, your kids, like, Little League game. Yeah, picking uh, picking dandy, dandelions and kicking rocks. And, yeah. yeah. That's what Just I'm, acting like spoiled brats out there. That's what I'm curious about. Or like you know, if somebody like well, if it, if that's the way it's going, I'm I'm done then. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what it's going to be. No, but no, but I could see that. I could see some of these people. And the one thing that I could see happening, guaranteed, Willie Stargell will never do that. Though I shouldn't say guaranteed because I can't prove that. But the one thing I could see happening would be um, whatever the first game is, whoever's the first player up to bat, and whoever's the first pitcher, like the pitcher yeah. just walks them intentionally okay or the batter just never swings it's like i'm not i'm not doing it like i'm here because you're for like uh who was it uh football uh that kept getting fined because he wouldn't do the speeches or the, the uh um post-game conferences you remember what i'm talking about what's this from who was the player from uh the nfl that uh he kept saying, like, he would do the post-game interviews, and he's like, you know, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Marshall Lynch. That's it. Thank you. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking it'll end up being. It's like, you know, people that, you know, intentionally walking guys or not swinging the bat. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Like, that's the kind of – I'm curious if that would be the mentality of some of these players when the, when it comes back. Possibly. I doubt it, though. If they're back, I think they'll play. And if not? 
then they won't play. <laughs> Good to know. Goes one or two, one of two ways. They're playing or they're not playing. <laughs> um, so, one thing I wanted to uh, touch on a little bit, get into. Well. Yeah, we can touch on this. Uh, I think now's a good time to change over our screen because since we're already in the baseball segment, let's discuss the MLB draft. Ooh, the most exciting draft of them all. (laughs) Uh, Who was it? Was it Casey or was it Danielle that was like, oh, how come you guys don't like sit down and like watch like all the all the draft for the MLB? It's like because it's it's like thousand rounds and boring. (laughs) I don't care about high school kids getting drafted. I won't see for four years. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's transition this screen to this one. What are we uh, What are we getting up here? So with the Philadelphia Phillies first round draft pick at number fifteen, we have Mick Abel. Mick Abel. And, of course, this is the only graphic I have because... Oh, nothing's come up yet. Oh, well, well it's 15 seconds away. Ah, there he is. Look at him. Look at the guy we won't see for the next five years. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll forget his name in like a month. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so this is our pick. What are what are our thoughts here, Mr. Booch? It's a pitcher. We need a pitcher. I like pitchers. Drinking say, pitchers. Say, throwing pitchers. <laughs> pitchers on the wall. <laughs> I don't think that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> it's the Philly way of saying oh, it. Yeah. Look at the picture up there. <laughs> Go ahead, make your jokes, mister. Jokey. Uh, Joke maker. They, they, they compare them to Verlander, so that's exciting a little bit. See, I... I, I He's a, he's a kid that throws fastball. Like I think he's up 98 miles an hour, I okay. think I heard. So well, see, see that was a little steam. For me, personally, my problem that I always have with uh, MLB players like during the draft, like they always compare them to somebody. It's like, oh, this is the new, like this, this is going to be the guy. Well, like, you got to compare them to somebody. No, I understand that. You can't come in and be like, Mick Abel, do you know who he's compared to? Mick Abel. <laughs> like, well, who <laughs> no, no, the hell no. is that guy? <laughs> I understand that, but I'm saying... I'm, Bear with me here while I get to what I'm saying. I'll like, keep on interrupting. Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, I, I just get so frustrated because I feel like, like yes, everybody gets compared to somebody. But I feel like with the Philadelphia Phillies specifically, they start the comparison. They start the conversation. And it's all you ever hear. And then, like you said, I'm not going to see this dude for like five years. If that. Well, he's because the first like, round. We'll see him in like three or four years. Jesse Biddle. Well, Jesse Biddle came up. He just sucked. Jesse Biddle. He came up. He just sucked. Just saying. <laughs> we got all hyped up. Oh, Jesse Biddle, that's a good pick. That's... He's still in the majors. He's I know he is. He's playing for the Reds now. Yeah, we were talking about that. I mean, he just... We were talking about that last night when we were having beers at the bar. Yeah, yep. We weren't allowed in the bar. Yeah, we're tailgating the parking lot. Same, yeah, whatever. Same difference. But uh, yeah, like he, we were talking about him. Uh, what was Tim saying he was like a journeyman? Because you guys looked him up. We didn't know. I thought I thought he was with the Braves. Yeah. Then he he went to like three or four different teams and got waived and cut and I traded and signed as free agent. He's not a good pitcher. He's a bullpen guy. He's going to end up on at least ten more teams by the end of his career. Okay. But my point is. You had a guy like him. Yes, he did come up, and he was not good, and we got rid of him. But 
you put all this stock in the guys that you draft and all the hype that comes with it. And sometimes we don't even see these people. Like, I remember how, who out there listening in, like, who out there can honestly say you remember the Dominic Brown experience? Oh, he's he's the next big guy. Like, this guy is going to, oh, we, he's untouchable. We can't trade him. We can't, oh, that's going to be, like, get ready. What was, who was he compared to? Strawberry? <laughs> Strawberry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just without the Coke problem. And the talent? Uh, he, he he had some talent. He just wasn't all there, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's like, that's the ongoing problem with... Uh, with I, I shouldn't say it's across the league, but I feel like it's a lot of the times, specifically with the Phillies. Because you get a player, you hype it up too much, and then it either doesn't pan out because he sucks or he's traded off before we could ever find before we could ever find out. And um who am I thinking of? We had one of our prospects that we had that I think around the time with Dominic Brown. That was like Brown's untouchable, but we'll get rid of this guy. And that guy turned out to be very talented. Uh, listener Bob said maybe Dom Brown should have done coke then. He would have been a little bit better. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that one. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, the, but I mean, if that happened, he would probably be in some alley right now looking for some more. <laughs> I think he's in Korea. Is he? Everybody's over in Korea. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of people playing. Yeah. No, I think I think he I think he's either in Korea or Japan. I, okay. for, I forget which one, but I read. I know I, Aaron, Aaron Altair's over there. Yeah, because I think when we had, I don't know if it was you and I talking or if there was a couple of us talking about it. And I was kind of interested because we were talking about different uh, different Phillies players and where they ended up. And like, like, oh, shit, this guy's in Venezuela. This guy's in Japan. And I remember seeing Dominic Brown. He was somewhere over there, either Japan or Korea. I forget which one. Okay. I'm going to have to look that up later. But, but yeah. I, I, the last time I looked, he was still active. Like, he was still actively playing. So I haven't heard that name in so long before you just brought it up. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I remember I remember the summer of Don, uh, Don Brown. He had that good summer. All-Star game. That good three months, and then... (laughs) All-Star Dominic Brown. I know. He had a good three months uh, stretch, and now he's playing in Korea or Japan or his mom's backyard. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Maybe he'll go to AEW. We'll see. Maybe he'll go to wrestling. Who knows? Who knows? Well, the last time we drafted round one, the 15th pick, do you know who we drafted? I... Do not. Chase Utley. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we hit again with the 15th pick of the first round again. Okay. Uh, two things with that. A, I hope you're right. I really do hope you are right with this. That, you know, okay, maybe we hit another gem or find something that diamond in the rough type thing. But number two. Don't you ever compare someone to Chase Utley again. Why? Chase <laughs> is a god. You don't ever dis- disrespect you do that love name. Your chase up. I fucking love that man. I will murder somebody. For- I, I, no, I didn't say that. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I'm being told he probably play. He plays in a Mexican league, so I'm gonna have to look that up later. See where. Oh, he's- Mexican. Okay. I I knew he was Korea, still playing- Mexico. It's all the same to you, supposedly. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> that's messed up. Apparently, it's apparently it's all the same to me. I don't know. It's not here. Yeah, he, he's yeah. not a Philly. He's not in the MLB. But I know he's actively. So playing. if you're not a Philly, you're in Korea. 
And if you're not playing, you're a bitch. <laughs> you're a bitch. <laughs> Get back to playing. At least he's playing. <laughs> like I said, he is still active. And that, that shocked me when I found that out, that he was still active. But uh, I digress. So anyway, yes, there's your, uh, your first round pick with uh, Mick Abel. And I do remember, I think it was either Thursday or... What day was the draft? Round one? Was that Tuesday? Tuesday or Wednesday. I, all my days go together. I, I remember you You asked me a question, which we laughed about, but it's like, in reality. Did we have a good laugh? Do what? You said we laughed about it, right? Yeah. We, okay. Go on. Continue on. <laughs> okay. I just don't remember it. Go on. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, <clears throat> was, uh, we were talking about it, and we, it was a serious question, but we found it funny because it was like, which Mick do we see first? Oh, yes. Mickey Moniak or McAble, yeah. And it's like, that's actually a decent question. I think McAble. I think Moniak will be traded before he sees uh, uh, the Phillies. Oh, I'm sorry. Mick Moniak might get traded before we ever see him? Yeah. Even though he was hyped up all this time? He wasn't really hyped. He was hyped the up in the beginning. He, he was, was like, hyped. that's what this is. Nobody talks about him anymore. Because <laughs> there's no baseball. Well, no, even last year nobody really talked about him. <laughs> Either way. They, they talk about Alc Baum. True. There was a there was a lot of conversation about. They talk Bomb. about everybody, but like you don't hear much about Moniac anymore. I understand that, but it that proves my point. Like with all the hype, it's like oh well, you know, first round fifteenth pick was like Chase Utley, or it's like oh he's compared to this guy, or he's compared to this. It's like Mickey Moniac was the guy that we were getting, and it's like okay, cool, all the hype around him, and then he just fizzled out, and we're not gonna get to see him. It's like this is my problem with the Philadelphia Phillies organization. Hyping up all this shit, and then it doesn't work. They don't no. develop very good. They don't develop their players players very well. It's terrible. It's terrible. Ter- I don't have that sound clip either. Oh, man, you're, you're slacking over there. Oh, good for you. But you have that, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, we'll move on. I digress from the uh, the Phillies bashing at the moment. I'm sure there'll be more to oh, come. Oh yeah, hopefully, so hopefully next week we'll have a lot to talk about. Hopefully they're back and <clears throat> yes, we're um, gearing up for a season. Hopefully the little bitches get their act together. Good old bitches. <laughs> Everybody's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kind of afraid, I'm kind of interested in seeing what happens when you first interact with your sister, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> bitches. <laughs> oh hey, how you bitch? Get out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> nope, she scares me. <laughs> uh, do you have any more on baseball? No, I mean. Okay, I so I got, I got uh, two more little talking topics, and then we can jump into your new segment this week. Woo! I've been excited for my new segment. Yes. All right. So uh, these are two quick points. Um, the one that came out, uh, both have to do with uh, Johnny Law, the police. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. His name met, made headlines this week, but not because of him, but because of his son. Okay, all right. His son, at the age of 28, stabbed his neighbor like 13 or 14 times. And he was arrested for, uh, I forget the term, like, you know, use of a deadly weapon or something like that. The the victim himself is okay. He drove himself to the hospital, non-life-threatening injuries and all that. But that is something that obviously drew my attention. I was like, holy shit. That's all. Oh, okay. That was that. I, I think you had more to no, touch no. on that situation. No, no, that's that situation. But this one, I'm I'm actually eager for you to give me your opinion, okay. as well as everybody else. So, 
earlier this week. Antonio Brown drama came back up again. Yeah, he's when always he, on the news. He was in court. Now that the courts are up, he went into court because it had to do with his incident. I believe it was from back in March where he assaulted a moving truck driver. Right. Everybody remembers this, right? Vaguely, yeah. So uh, he went in front of the court. He went to the judge uh, and now pleaded no contest. The whole time leading up to this, it was, you know, not guilty, not guilty, didn't happen, I didn't do that, whatever. Now it's plead no contest, and he was sentenced with two years probation and 13 weeks anger management that he has to go to. <laughs> okay. As well as... I can see this being a reality show of him going to anger management. <laughs> as well as he needs to get a psyche valve. Duh! <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's <laughs> well, that's the one I was waiting for because it was like I figured this is like the thing everybody's waiting for. It's like what is wrong with this dude's head? But yes, that that is his uh, run in with the police, the, the the court system, what have you. So give us your thoughts on that. Leave us a comment. Duh, winning. <laughs> so give us your comments on that. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about the Antonio Brown situation. Ask us any questions. We'll try and give you all the answers. Uh, give us a call. Our number is 724-815-0667. Now, that being said, uh, let me get the computer all set up here. What are we doing? We're going to jump into your little segment. I got a what's up with that moment before. Oh. Do you have, the, do you have uh, that queued up? Of course I do. All right, man. I don't need it queued up. It's just a push of a button, baby. Do I have to hit it first? Yeah. So I was watching Sports Center before the show, like I always do. Naturally, and they were uh, they were doing their MVP odds, and they had uh, you know I know what you're gonna say Lamar Jackson and uh, Patty. Pat, Patty Mahomes, and number three was Dak Prescott. Why is he always up there for MVP odds before the season? He sucks. He's a little bitch. <laughs> why do they love? Why does the media love him so much? What's up with that? That's my what's up with that moment. Okay. It just it just annoys me about Dak Prescott. They love Dak Prescott. I, I I'm, he's a I'm, media darling. I'm there with you. I don't understand it. Like, he's, but Lamar Jackson and Patty Mahomes, they're great players. They're going to be up there for the MVP. Dak Prescott at third? Like, come on, man. I don't know. That's a I digress. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to get you <clears throat> I'm not trying to get you wound up again, but <laughs> I get wound up pretty easily nowadays. <laughs> but <laughs> it's quarantine boots. Well, it's, it's sports are just making me annoyed. <laughs> I should because I know I know what the answer is gonna be, but I'll ask it anyway. Uh, what's worse, that he's on the list at number three? Or is it, or, or that he's on the list in general above people like Tom Brady and other people like that? No, that he's on the list. That he's on the list yeah. in general. Oh no, he could be on the list at like a million to one odds. Okay, I'll give you that. He could be thirty third on the list. But I think Carson Wentz should be on the list before him. I would agree. What about Tom Brady? I could see that. Adrian Peterson. 
That's a strong possibility. I'm just throwing He's too old <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'm just throwing out names. <laughs> uh, Brady was number four on that list. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't they were saying that, uh, was it Patty Mahomes? Who? Patty won it last year or Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson won it last year. Patty won it two years ago. And they said if they, they compared one of them to uh, Peyton. Uh, probably Patrick Mahomes. Because it had to do with the MVP. I forget uh, I forget what it Lamar was. Lamar Jackson is his own kind of quarterback. Dude, <laughs> dude's a freak. He's amazing. Great, I love, I love great watching him play. Great fantasy quarterback. Great fantasy quarterback. <laughs> yeah. The, the two of them, actually. The two of them. Like, I had both of them just on different leagues. He passes for 200 yards a game and runs for 100 and gets three touchdowns a game. Yeah, who wouldn't want him on your fantasy team? Mm-hmm. He's going to be a top five pick. Yeah, absolutely. Should be. We're a top, at least a first rounder. Yeah, probably in the back it's end. Because you can take him as a running back, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? And it's a dual, and see he's, here, a dual, uh, he's a dual threat right there. And see, that's, a, that's another question that I guess we'll have to, like, Simmer on that until next week. Okay. But that's something we could really dive into is fantasy football. You know, with the way the world is right now, like, you know, allegedly football still on track to it's be played. still on track, hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully they're not little bitches like everybody else and want to go to work. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Just uh, the baseball players right now. And Kyrie. And Kyrie. And good old Kyrie. <laughs> All right, so... This week, Booch has decided he wanted to create a new segment in our show, uh, and we have uh, delightfully termed it Athletes in Handcuffs. Uh, so, since this is your segment, and you're going to do you. I'll do me. You take over, and I'll give you the floor. All right. Like Pat said, this is the new segment, Athletes in Handcuffs, and this is the life and crimes of Jose Canseco. That's my cool little sound effect I needed. So, Jose Canseco was born July 2nd, 1964 in Havana, Cuba. His parents were Jose Sr. and Barbara. I'm going, I'm going through his life, and then we're going to hit the crimes. I was just going to say, like, you're going to tell me, like, how how big he was when he was born? Like, no, Jesus Christ. No, we're, we're going through the life, and we're going through the crimes. Oh, my God. I didn't know I was going to need, like, back to the future time machine here. Twin brother, uh, twin brother, Ozzy. He's a twin? Yeah. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Uh, who also played in the major leagues, and we will talk about him later on because he did get in trouble with Jose later on in life. They were allowed to leave Cuba, ended up in the Miami area. Conseca was drafted in the 15th round of the 1982 draft by the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. He made his professional debut with the Florida Marlins really? of the Florida State League. So it was like a minor league system. He also played numerous other minor league teams, Medford A's, Madison Muskies, Idaho Fall A's, and the Modesto A's. So a bunch of A's or organization teams. In 1985, he started that season A with the Huntsville Stars. Throughout his minor league Career, he was given a couple nicknames, Parkway Jose, and The Natural. The Natural, I remember. I don't remember the other one. <clears throat> Whatever. I'm sorry. I'm just... No, 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 no. It's just... Yeah. You keep going. You do you. 
He was told he was the best prospect in baseball since Willie Mays, so he was already giving high standards at this point. Oh, because <laughs> they compared him to somebody? Yeah, because, well, yeah. Willie Mays is high standards. I understand that. I'm just saying they compared and, him to And somebody. they said he's the mixture of Reggie Jackson, Dale Murphy, and Roberto Clemente, and they hyped him up as the next Min- Mickey Mantle. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of Hall of Famers that they, that they tried to compare this guy to. <laughs> okay. He made his Major League, league debut on September 2nd, 1980. Five, played 29 games that year, but he started making his name in the following year, 1986, when he won Rookie of the Year, hitting 33 home runs and 117 RBIs. 1987, Mark McGuire joined the A's and won Rookie of the Year that year by hitting 49 home runs. They came together and was known as the Bash Brothers. You do love that nickname. I do love the Bash Brothers. <clears throat> Not because of them, but you just love that nickname. The next year, 1988, or 1988, he said he was going to be the first person to get 40 home runs and 40 steals. He did so with 42 home runs and exactly 40 steals. He was the first person in Major League Baseball history to ever do that. Hmm. He did not know he was the first person to ever do that. <laughs> that's actually kind of impressive. That you know, that's like I'm not saying it's the same thing, but it's similar to like Babe Ruth calling a shot. Like this is what I'm doing. Watch me. Yeah. Yep. He went on to play with seven different teams over his career with a batting average of 286, 462 home runs, uh, 1,407 RBIs. He was a six-time All-Star, two-time World Champ, one-time AL MVP, and four-time Silver Slugger. Hmm. Also, he won the home run. He was a home run leader twice in his career. Pretty impressive major league numbers right there. Hall of Fame numbers right there. I'm waiting for the crime. Now we get to the interesting points. Now this is where he was a good baseball player. Now we get to where he's a real asshole. So great baseball player, horrible human being. Okay, now I'm locked and loaded. I'm ready. I need another beer. <clears throat> On February 10th, 1989, he was arrested in Florida for reckless driving after leading an officer on a 15-mile chase. He was found guilty and was only fined $500. Man, what a time to be alive. I know. 15-mile chase, he was only fined that. April 11th, 1989. He had a tough 1989 there. And this is only a couple months. <laughs> he was arrested in California for carrying a loaded semi-automatic pistol in his car. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, was a, he was released on 2000. $2,500 bill and pleaded no contest. That's still not that it's Only $3,000, $2,500 for a major league player for having a semi-automatic in your car? Yeah, that, I, that's, I don't, I, that shocks me. Because that's a story I actually did not know. And those, well, that one's during baseball season right, right. there. Mm-hmm. On February 13th, 1992. So, what's the February 13th? That's Desperation Day. <laughs> oh, good old Desperation Day. Oh, he was charged with aggravated battery for allegedly ramming his then-wife Esther's BMW with his Porsche. Poor Esther. <laughs> he pleaded not guilty and went to counseling and community service. How the fuck is he getting off with <laughs> I, this? I don't want to, he must have one hell of a lawyer. He went on a break from being an asshole for a little bit. <laughs> from breaking the law. 
Good job. I'm proud of you. In November of 1997, so he went five years without breaking the law. That must have been a hard five years. Yeah. He was arrested for hitting his then-wife, Jessica. And then in January of 1998, he pleaded no contest and was sentenced to one-year probation and required counseling. Yeah, I remember I remember that. But, I, but see, I remember that from being a kid because I was chalking it up all to roids. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Definitely. Roid rage. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> October 2001, so he went another few years without being an asshole. Jose and his brother got into a fight with two California tourists at a Miami Beach club, Miami Beach nightclub, that left one man with a broken nose and another needing 20 stitches in his lips. Both were charged with two counts of aggravated battery and both pleaded guilty and received probation and community service. God damn. 20 stitches? Yeah, into the lip. <laughs> like, think, like, dude, that's 12 yeah. on my arm. Oh, yeah. Like, my mouth's not even that, like, like his lip must have been hanging off of his face. I know. They, they, they destroyed these two guys. Good God. In March 2003, Canseco missed a court appearance while in California working out a custody dispute over a six-year-old. The judge revoked his probation and sentenced him to two years under house arrest and three years of probation. (laughs) Where is this lawyer? In June 2003, Gonzaga arrested at his home for probation violation after he tested positive for steroids. Okay. He spent a month in jail without bail, and he was... But the problem was he wasn't playing baseball at that time, so why is he taking steroids? <laughs> well, he was a weird like he was a weird dude. Like he just wanted to be Mister sh- in shape, fit as a whatever, like a bodybuilder, right? And the the one thing I always found weird was he he wore colored contact lenses. Like his eyes are brown, but in most of his pictures, you're gonna see he's got like baby blue eyes. Oh, really? It's, yeah. it's weird. Anyway, continue. I get it. Everybody wants to have blue eyes. <laughs> It's a curse, I swear. I know. In May 2008, Conseco... Uh, oh, he lost his house for foreclosure because of two divorces. Cost him seven to eight million. That wasn't really breaking the law. That was just... That's him just, being screwed, yeah. That's just chump change. Seven to eight million. <laughs> In October 2008, this is, the, this, this is the good one right here. Conseco was... Then it was detained by immigration officials at San Diego border crossing as he tried to bring in a fertility drug from Mexico. <laughs> what? He, sta- he stated he needed the fertility drug to help with the hormone replacement therapy needed, needed due to his use of steroids throughout his life. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, hold on. Let me let me see if I understand this correctly. Because he used steroids so much in his life, yeah, he no longer has testosterone in his body. So that he, he had need- to go to Mexico to get fertility drugs, <laughs> <laughs> and got caught in, in San Diego. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, he pleaded guilty in federal court and was sentenced to twelve months of unsupervised probation. What is that? <laughs> that they don't call, they don't piss test, they don't do no, anything. I, I know what that. Yeah. I mean, like, how do you, who gets in trouble? And goes okay, you're on probation, but no one's you're, gonna check. You're bringing you're... drugs from or fertility drugs from Mexico, and I mean, yeah, there's a lot worse drugs you can bring yeah, from but Mexico, still. but still, who who's the lawyer 
And who's the judge giving these punishments? Out? I wonder if it's the same judge over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I really... Must, can, can I get your autograph? Must, yeah, okay. Must be yeah. a big Jose Canseco fan. Or just a bitch. All right, and this is the last one. He, uh, May, tw- uh, May 22nd, 2013, Canseco was named as a suspect of a rape allegation in Las Vegas. He broke the news himself on Twitter denying the allegations. So he went on Twitter and said, yeah, people are going to say that I raped this girl, but it did not happen. On June 7, 2013, Consego was cleared of any wrongdoing following the investigation, and he was never charged. That's a hell of a life he had right there. Yeah, that's a lot of stupid antics going on from that dude. Yeah, that's a lot, a lot. Like, uh, I... I still can't get over the fertility thing. The fertility and the semi. Why do you have a semi-automatic pistol in your car? <laughs> he was I, one crazy dude, man. One crazy dude. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> that's gonna be hard. Like that's gonna be hard for me to like try and figure. Like again, and how? Uh, what the lawyer, the judge, like how? Unsupervised probation? Uh, unsupervised probations for most of them. Just counseling. Not even anger management. Just counseling and silly stuff. Community service. $500 fine for leading a police chase. Hmm. It must be nice to be Jose Canseco. <laughs> it must be. I'm going to go ask directions to our next huge embarrassing failure. You're a huge embarrassing failure. What? Nothing. So with that, let's move into uh, this week in sports. So let's go back in time with this week's Sports Rewind. This week in sports history, 1939, Baseball Hall of Fame is dedicated in Cooperstown, New York. 1948, the 25th anniversary celebrations of, quote, the house that Ruth built would be Babe Ruth's final farewell at Yankee Stadium. He would later go on to die that uh, that summer in August, uh, August 16th, 1950, following his retirement announcement after 49 years as Philadelphia athletics manager, Connie Mack is named, uh, honorary manager of the MLB all-star game. 1961, Roger Maris hits 19 and 20 of his 61 home runs. 1966, the NFL and the AFL announced plans to become the NFC and AFC for the 1970 season. 1969, MLB legend Mickey Mantle gives his farewell retirement speech during Mickey Mantle Day at Yankee Stadium. 60,096 60, <laughs> people... Why am I listening to myself? 60,096 people are in attendance to see number seven retired. I don't know how to get that off. That sounded weird. <laughs> Dude, ain't nobody in this area asking you to get anything off. 1974, Mike Schmidt hits a ball off public address speaker on Astrodome roof. 1979, Philadelphia Phillies wear burgundy uniforms for the first and last time. 1980, Philadelphia Phillies and San Francisco Giants end their game at 3.11 in the morning. 1981, baseball players begin a 50-day strike. It'll be their third strike. 
1997, first ever baseball interleague game is played when San Francisco Giants beat the Texas Rangers 4-3. to 2002, French Open women's tennis, Serena Williams wins her first French title by beating her older sister, Venus Williams. 7-5-6-3? I clearly know nothing about tennis because I don't understand that score. Yeah. <clears throat> that means she won seven games and she... And <laughs> 2016, the Philadelphia Phillies select LaCosta Canyon High Schooler shortstop Mickey Moniak at number one. Mickey Moniak! He doesn't even play shortstop anymore. <laughs> and that concludes this week in sports history. So, uh, yeah, I think that's... I, I think we covered everything, right? Yeah, we... Uh, Oh, covered everything yeah. I have going on. Yeah, and then just as a recap, because uh, tonight is the 30 for 30. 30 for 30, the McGuire Sosa. Yeah. Then ESPN is starting like 2 o'clock today, doing a home run derbies from 96 on. So I'll be uh, indulging in that. So you got, you got home run derbies all afternoon. You got the ESPN 30 for 30 of the... What, what are Long they ta- Gone Summer. Long Gone Summer. Uh, you got WWE's backlash tonight. Yeah, you got some got some things going on. Enjoy with whatever it is that you have. Do Next the- week, uh, athletes in handcuffs is going to be Lawrence Phillips, uh, the old Nebraska running back, played for the Rams. Okay. Uh, so that'll conclude this week's show. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope uh, our beautiful faces didn't like upset your stomachs too much. Um, again. Uh, it's you, lunchtime. Again, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find our website at uh, com. Give us a like, follow, whatever, share our stuff. Become a top fan. And uh, also on our website, you can find our uh, clothing store, our merchandise, so you can get your own Harry the K shirt. So until next week, have a great afternoon. Have a few beers, kick back, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday fun day. See you.